Good morning. Welcome back to another episode. I'm your host, the messenger, John Rosenberg, live from Jacksonville. Once again, it's on people. On this episode, I'm going to call it simply, you are not black or African. And I will dive in to let you know what I mean by that. Before I begin this episode, I would like to thank those of you who have donated to the nonprofit in Haiti for the earthquake relief. We appreciate your help. We appreciate uh, appreciate your support. Uh, For those of you who are still donating, still going to Haiti and uh, Cap Haitian and donating to those of us who was a part of the earthquake, Um, my heart goes out to the Haitian people. We we stand by you. We're going to be there for you to the end of time. Once again, check out my podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the uh, platforms. So once again, we're going to talk about we're going to discuss, rather, what is black, what is African. Now, there's those two terms, um, we have become so used to them ever since we were young children growing up, and we heard those terms. We never know what is the significant, what is the meaning behind those terms. Because I always tell you guys on this podcast, and you have heard it from your grandmother, your grandparents, uh, words of spirit. It's also in your Bible, so words of spirit. They have a positive uh, uh, effect on you. They have a, a negative effect, a, ne- a negative or positive connotation. So you got to be very careful how you use your words. That being said, I, the term Africa, like I tell you a lot of guys, you say, oh, I'm African-American. You, you Negro, you're delusional. You're dumb. You're stupid. You're neither African, you know, American. African-American, those are two terms. There's two continents. So you see, you're you way off context. And when you say, the term Africa was, I told you guys, it came from, it derived from the, from the Roman Africanus. He called off Africa. And that was Ethiopia, rather. Africa was named, it was Ethiopia. That's, the whole continent was called Ethiopia. So they changed it to Africa. Okay? And Africa will study a history. They will tell you that. that was, that's not the original name. So, they, if they're being unbiased, they will let you know that that was not the original name. So, why would you call yourself Africa? First of all, now when it comes to the term black, you know, you guys call yourself black is, un, you know, non void, you know what I'm saying? You're dead. You, that's pretty much what you're doing. You call yourself dead. See, let's put black in context. And nature is a color, it's a very powerful color because everything black takes hold of, it dominates it. Whatever, all the colors came out of black. In that aspect, when you talk about the the, the Milky Way, the black hole is the most, the electromagnetic is the most powerful. It's about what, a million times powerful than the sun? So, on that aspect, black have some significance. But when it comes to you as a person, it's nolly void. Because in, 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 in science, black means death. So is white. White and black, they mean death in science. So when, when you go to the hospital, you go to the morgue, you look like a Caucasian body, that person turned pale or they turned yellow, whatever color, is dead. A, a person that's brown, they probably turn black because they are dead. So when you say black, you have to see what context are you using this term. In science, in nature, what, in law... Now, let's transition to law. When you say black, is a status. White is also a status. And I've told you guys that before. Shout out to Dan Calloway. 
I'm just here to make the people think. So shout out to Dan Keller in Virginia. Brother, we appreciate your help. We appreciate what you're doing. I appreciate it. If nobody tell you that, I do. Because we have to work, work up our people throughout the world. Now, when you look at black America, uh, so-called black, so-called Negro American, so-called African American, you, you didn't come from Africa. I keep telling you guys a, a million times. Where's the documentation? When somebody say you came from you're African, say, okay, where's the documentation? Where's those boats they're talking about? Where are they? They're in the Library of Congress? They're at the Vatican? They're at the Louvre? Where are those boats they're talking about? You need to ask them specifically, sir, ma'am, where are those documents? Whenever your teacher say you're African-American, like I said, Alex Haley is an author. Kuchikente is a fictional character. He was a fictional story car marker. He's a con artist. I'm not saying that to be degrading because I've listened to this man. I've listened to his speech. When he started using the black power, MLK was not buying it. He was not, he, he was not supporting it, this thing, black power nonsense. He said, I'm here to liberate my pe- people on a financial level, also on a spiritual level. All this black talk, I'm not here for that. You can see that there's a lot of time when he was using the term, and when the reporter asked MLK, he frowned upon this term, black. And you guys still using that term, black, black power, black love, black this. You don't know what you're doing to yourself. You're killing yourself. You're killing your spirit. You're killing your people. You're killing your people spiritually, mentally, and physically. You're killing us by using those terms. Unbeknownst to a lot of you. And this is mostly for the youth. And I'm trying to do this for the youth because... It's the youth that's going to carry our legacy when we pass on, when we transition on. It's going to be the youth that's going to carry our legacy. So we must, it is imperative that we, as parents, teach our children that do not use those terms. They are detrimental to your spiritual, mental, and your physical health. They are detrimental to those things. Spiritual number one, mental number two, physical number three. Get it to a thick skull. What did MLK say in 1968? He said those white persons, they were given millions of acres. Okay, millions of acres were stolen from your ancestors. This Fiji Island, this Turtle Island, because how you call it Turtle Island? Because if you look, if you go out of space, you look down on the United States, it's shipped like a turtle. The tail is Florida, the neck is freaking California. So it's shipped like a turtle. That's why they call it Turtle Island, a.k.a. USA, a.k.a. United States of America. So that being said, MLK told you that to an act of Congress, this is why you got to go to Capitol Hills. You out here talking about Black, Black Lives Matter? Yeah, Black Lives Matter? That's irrelevant. You should be going to Capitol Hill and talking to the congressmen and saying, hey, listen, we need land reparation. Like MLK told you, to an act of Congress, millions of acres was given, was stolen from the from the Aborigines, aka Black, aka African American. Millions of acres. That's through the Midwest, the South, and the North. But I'll focus in the South, the Midwest, and the South. Millions of acres was given away to the white settlers that came from Europe, and you are here running around like a buffoon. Talk about Black Lives Matter. You should be going to Capitol Hills and demanding for your land back because you need those land. That's what's going to propel you 
that's going to take you out of this, this black status to white status. Because once you have land, you have commodity. You have wealth. You have generation wealth. You have commodity, number one. You have generation wealth, number two. It's a commodity. It's generation wealth. You can pass it from generation to generation. You being rich, you can be poor. Hammer, he was rich for he was he made thirty five million one year. Next year, he filed for bankruptcy. You know the the story of MC Hammer. Is no no knock on MC Hammer, great entertainer, great dancer. But what I'm saying is that we have been bamboozled. We have been lied to to the school system, to our church, and the church leaders too. They do they, they do us a disservice not telling us those truths. Some of them they do know they knew they do know those truths. But because they've been bought out by special interests, same thing for the politician, same thing for our entertainers, they can't really speak truth to power. This is why we don't even need a leader. We need people that's going to help, that's going to come together in one accord and, fire, and go and fight this fight. This is, this is the time because we have to act for land reparation. You out here protesting for Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter have raised a billion dollars since 2013. That Black Lives Matter, I told you guys before, it started after Trevor Martin was killed in Orlando, Florida. In Stanford, Florida, rather. When Trevor Martin was killed in Stanford, Florida, that's when this, the, that movie started. I remember I was getting those emails every other day to join them. For some reason, I never joined that movement. But the more I dig, I dig in on it, I say, oh, no, this is a movie I don't want to, another con. No, no, no. I don't want to be part of that. Now, let's go back to the civil rights movement. The civil rights movement, like I told you guys before, it was a con game on the highest level. It was founded by the Rockefeller family, and it was promoted by the Jewish media. Rockefeller, he promoted this um, civil rights movement. That's why he hired... MLK, because, you know, he was, he was street smart, he was very book smart, he was well-spoken, so therefore they chose MLK. They didn't want Malcolm X because he was a tyrant, because he, he was too militant at the time, so they didn't want Malcolm. They could have chose Malcolm, but they went with MLK because he had that, um, he, he had that, that flair as far as, like, the peoples like him, and plus he was a reverend. So you combine those two dynamics, plus he was well-spoken, well read, well traveled, so they, they they chose him to become the spokesman of their civil rights uh, movement. But when he was awakened in his uh, his last year of his life, I said nineteen sixty eight to sixty. Well, well he he got killed in sixty eight in uh, Memphis. So when he was awakened in sixty six, sixty six, sixty seven, those two years, sixty six, sixty seven, sixty eight, the year he was assassinated. That's when he talked about Vietnam. He was talking about economic, all that stuff. And a lot of those things, they didn't release it to the press because he was speaking truth to power. A lot of those things, they put him down in documentary and they linked them out to, to, you know, to, different, to different outlets, different media outlets. But you never heard of him speaking like that. But MLK, even Malcolm X told you that. You are indigenous. You're not a native. A native is a mongoloid. Is what you call a, a mongoloid mixed with European blood and what you would call a father-in-law Indian. That's what a native is. You are a copper-colored Aborigines, American. Copper, 
derivative of brown, colored American. Aborigines mean from the beginning. You see, you were there before they got here. You were there way before Columbus, you was here. That's why I fun upon when you guys call yourself African American. Even the, the, the what, the Pan-African movie was started, what, 1955, 59? Don't quote me on this, but between those times. So what have the Pan-African movements have done for us on a spiritual level, on a mental level, and a financial level? What have the Pan-African Africanist movement have done for you and your family? Does that give you more knowledge? Does that make you healthier? Does that put more money in your bank account? Neither one. Neither one. It don't make you more spiritual. It doesn't make you smarter. It doesn't put more money in your bank account. So why you guys keep putting more in this freaking Pan-Africanist nonsense? You have a lot of African. they're so tribal-minded, they don't even talk about this Pan-African nonsense. They let you be the, the, the mouthpiece to run your mouth like a little buffoon. Talk about Pan-Africanists. And Dr. Uma, let me address Dr. Uma. Not a hit on the brother... I'm not here to belittle the brother. But you need to stop saying this Pan-African buffoonery. Granted, you was promoting your school. I get it. I know it's a hustle. You say it's not a hustle. But we, we, we peep game now. It's a hustle. It's been over 15 years. You still haven't opened up school yet. It's 15 years now. 15 freaking years. You still haven't opened the school, Dr. Omar Johnson. Now, you say you're Pan-Africanist. That's your ideology. That's your belief system. I get it. But what I'm saying, stop pushing this thing to our people. It is detrimental spiritually, mentally, and physically. It is detrimental. Stop pushing this pan-Africanist. It's a one-way street. It's not two-way. A lot of those Af- so-called African people that come to this country, they don't even talk about this pan-African ideology. They don't, they don't even dive in. They don't talk about it. They talk about business. They don't talk about that stuff. They talk about culture. They don't even talk about Pan-African. Only a few, like I say, 1% of them. And you have millions of Africans that, that come to the States. Okay? You have millions in Europe. So they don't talk about Pan-Africanists like that. Because they have a tribal mindset. They only refer to their tribe. I'm a Maasai. I'm a Zulu. I'm a Ashanti. I'm a Ga. That's what they talk about. They don't even talk about their own. They don't care about those things. We are the only one, well, those of us who are Pan-Africanists, that preach this gospel to them. They don't preach that to us. It is time for us to, to be awakened by the truth. Like the Bible say in Hosea, the truth shall set you free. And we come to the tipping point that we can no longer go for another generation and, and teaching this buffoonery. We can't no longer do that again because it is detrimental to our, our spiritual health, our mental health, and our physical health. This is why we have to teach the youth the truth about what happened in the past, what's going to happen now, in the future. We must. It is imperative we teach that to our children. All this African stuff. And I tell people all the time, you say you're African. Okay, I give you that. That's what you want to claim. Where in Africa are you from? What tribe? What village? What country? You have no clue. You have no idea where you're from. But you keep saying you're African-American, which is two continents, by the way. Africa is a continent. The Americas, North, Central, South, all the Caribbean islands, 
the Americas. That's a continent in itself, bigger than Africa. It's so big, so humongous, they divide it in two. So stop saying those terms because words are spirit. We keep using those words. You're not black, you're not African. Black in nature is the most powerful thing. So you got to put things within context. Your, your English teacher should have told you that. You have to put things into context. What are you referring to? What context are you speaking in? Black in, in law is a status. Black in science, that's death. You don't call yourself black or white. Because when somebody's white too, they're dead. They are dead. You never see, been to the mall. You never been to the you see the you never been to a funeral. When you look at the casket, you see the body is white. That means this person's dead. Or black. The person's dead. They're not alive. So why would you call yourself black or white? Stop using those terms. You don't know the connotation of those terms. They are detrimental to our health and our spiritual health. This is why we have not gone nowhere. And primarily, our, you, know, you know, our pastors using this term, our entertainers, our, you know, our leaders being using those terms. Stokely Carmichael, you could have said he's a patsy, he's an agent. I'm just saying, because I've been listening to this brother. He's from what, Guyana or Trinidad? And I love my Trinidad people. I love my Guyanese people. But when you infiltrate a movement and using black power, and you know the connotation behind that term black. It is it's so wrong. And our people, till this day, they keep using that same stupid term. This is why we have not we evolved. I didn't want to do this podcast. I, I was awakened. I said, like, you know what? Let me just do this podcast. Because you, I go by my spirit. I go by what I'm feeling. Even though I'm still recovering from a cold. But what I'm saying to you guys on this podcast, we need to stop using those terms, black. African-American. What the hell is that? Stop using those terms. It's not going to benefit you anyway. Anyway, no, anyway. It's not going to benefit you. It's not going to benefit you or your children. Why use it? Why use it? And other people, they laugh at you. You are foreigners when you say that they laugh at you. They know that you are indigenous to this land. People that study the history of this land, they know that you are not African. Even African knows that. Ask any African. First of all, if you truly came from Africa, they, they have like, you know, stories about you being kidnapping from Africa. They have stories that go from generation to generation. But most of those Africans, if you spoke to them privately or publicly, they'll say, no, we never heard the term African-American. We never heard about the slave trade until we got here. Now, the slave trade they, they, like, they don't talk about is the sub-Sahara slave trade. I already told you that. The sub-Saharan church was mainly in West Africa, where African kings and queens were selling their own people to those Arabs and those Europeans. That's the trade they don't talk about. You keep talking about this. Alex Haley's an author. Kutsikente, that's a fictional character. Roots, same thing. It's a fictional movie. It's not real. It was not based on nothing real. It's a fictional movie. Roots is a fictional series. And then when I first started watching, I was like, eh. I was very skeptical of it. But the more I watch it, the more I endeavor, you know, and start studying more about the history, I was like, man, these people lie. These white folks, they're lying on you. 
They have stolen the land. It's time for you to reclaim the land. It's time for you to go to the courthouse and reclaim the land. It's time for you to go to Capitol Hills in Washington, D.C., the District of Columbia. Hello. And ask your congressman, to, we need our land back. These people, they must pay rent. They, they owe you rent money. You don't lend a lot of this land. They owe you maybe trillions of dollars. Yeah, yeah, trillions of dollars of rent money. You all owe trillions of dollars of rent money. Those Europeans, they owe you rent money. You are here like a buffoon. Talk about Black Lives Matter. Really? Really? Black Lives Matter? Well, you should buy land matter. Land reparation matter. How about that? Let's use that for a hashtag. Land reparation matters. Let's use that for a hashtag. Not black life. Land reparation matters. You out here looking like a buffoon. Talk about black life matter. No Negro. Land reparation matters. How about that as a, ta- a tagline? Land reparation matters. Once again, I'm your host, John Rosenberg. Thank you for tuning in. Check me out on um, Copper Colored American Copper underscore American Copper Copper underscore Colored underscore American on Instagram. You can also check me on on Twitter at John Rosenberg. You can also follow me on Facebook at John Rosenberg. Let's support this podcast. Let's reach a billion, a billion, a billion. That's the goal. Let's reach a billion. So once again, keep pushing this podcast. I love you guys. Take care. Have a great weekend. One love. One nation.